This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Week five. I always lose track, like, real fast. We're in it now. Always lose track. We're here. Always, like, hesitating when we get to this point. Is it week six? (laughs) Is it week four? Is it week five? We're we're in the season. Week five is officially in the books. Last night, final result coming to the finish line with the Raiders beating the Packers. Very boring game. I watched all of it. Jordan Love stinks. I said he was awesome. Oh, wow. How the turntables. Week one's a liar, and it lied a lot about Jordan Love. I mean, that one interception that Robert's playing was, he might have had money on the other Mm -hmm. team. That's how bad that one was. Um, So we won't talk much about Lions Raiders other than me for, just for me setting the table that the week is done. I want to start where it all began, though. Not Thursday Night Football. 9.30 in London. Foggy London town. In London. I'm losing a lot of blood here, mate. Could you please go get some help? The Jags beat the Bills. And I know that they don't have the best record in the AFC, but they have the easiest schedule, like we've mentioned. And when I predicted them to be the one seed early this year, we talked about they got games against the Bengals, the Bills, the Chiefs. Bengals and Chiefs at home, Bills at the home, away from home in London. If they could swing one of those games, they could steal one of those, and then take care of business everywhere else, they could easily find themselves at the top of this conference with a bye week heading into the playoffs. Well, they haven't really TCB'd everywhere else, <laughs> losing to the Texans for one of their losses this year. But they did take care of the beat one of those big three teams part, Jacob. So, you know, you can kind of, and, and Houston's better than we thought they'd be, but you can kind of, you know, make up for that loss down the road if you're Jacksonville. Again, I know Miami now is technically in the driver's seat, but I really, really think this was such a big win for Jacksonville, getting a, a tiebreaker under their belt with one of the big boys and you know, adding a win to their win total that wasn't against a, a lot of the cupcakes that they're going to have to play. Yeah, I mean, granted also, too, uh, the Jags were, had the added benefit of staying in London their clocks were well adjusted yeah, by the I time the Bills got the to the Bills town. got there on Friday. Whoa. Yeah. That seems very late. And by the way, for those in the gambling community this week, the Ra- I heard this report on Good Morning Football. The Ravens are leaving like today, Tuesday, to go to London. The Titans aren't going to go there until Friday again. So I I think, the, Ra- I think the Ravens are going to beat them if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, but they, they said, Jamie Erdell was saying all week, you know, the joke with the Bills, or the couple days the Bills were there, was like, oh, Josh Allen's Mr. Sleepyhead. Like, he keeps sleep Like, Stefan Diggs kept calling him Mr. Sleepyhead or something like that. And they're like, oh, don't worry. We'll be awake for game time. But you've been in London for two days, and you got to kick off at 9.30 in the yeah, morning. Yeah, it's not local easy. Local time. Nine like, th- yeah, your clock is not adjusted yet, just two days in. Yeah, so I, I would think that you need as much time to get acclimated. Um, I, I think that definitely helped. Uh, and it's telling how the Bills started slow, too. I mean, they only scored seven points right. through three quarters, then scored 13 in the last quarter as they tried to come back. Um, Jacksonville, Trevor Lawrence is good, but their identity might be Etienne Jr. What a game from Travis mm-hmm. Etienne. 136 yards on the ground, two tighties, including a big <laughs> touchdown run to kind of put the the final touches on the victory. Yeah, if Etienne can run the ball like that, and you know Calvin Ridley had 122 yards receiving, Starting to get the connection between Ridley and Lawrence going a little bit. Jacksonville, I think, is about as close as you can be to putting a bad start behind you and and kind of getting on the track to where we all thought they'd be. 
Yeah, I, I I don't know if I'm still ready to put the Jags, you know, even in that like next tier behind the Bills and even though they just beat them like the last couple of years where it's been the Bills, Chiefs and and Bengals, I think the only team that you can say that hasn't been there at the top of the AFC that you can say confidently deserves to be up there is Miami. Yes. And like I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Oh no, I'm saying that joining that that top tier of the AFC because right now you don't trust you don't trust the Bills because of their their history of not getting to the Super Bowl yet. You don't trust the Bengals because the Bengals have had a really rocky start to the season. Maybe they're on their way back. I might trust the Bengals. Okay, well, just give it a couple of weeks. I don't know. You trust the Chiefs for sure. Without a a doubt. Even though they don't look the same. But But you gotta put the Dolphins up there right now, too. And I'm not ready to do it with the Jags, and I'm not ready to do it with the Ravens. See, I don't know if I'm ready to do it with the Bills, even at this that's, point. No, now. that's what I'm saying. It might just be Dolphins. The Bills Chiefs. have played. Yeah, that's what I. That's exactly what I said. The Bills have not made that leap to a Super Bowl caliber team. The Jaguars and Ravens have not made that leap to a conference championship level team. The Dolphins haven't gotten there yet, but they show the best signs of life. Even though, did you see the report that A Chain or Acon? A Chain. A, I don't it's know, A-chain. A-chain. A-chain is going to be out for like Three four weeks, to six yep. weeks, something like that. Yeah, but Mostert's but awesome. But Mostert's great. And they're going to bring back Jeff Wilson Jr., who was coming off the IR, I believe. And they don't need to run the ball that much if they don't want no, to. No, because, because they can just throw for 200 yards to Tyreek Hill every week. Yeah. And then another 150 yards to Jalen Waddle. So they won 31-16 to 16 this weekend. And uh, just, a, just a total, you know, kind of... Flick the bug off your windshield performance against the Giants. Tua did throw a pick six, so six or seven of the sixteen Giants points were donated by the Miami Dolphins, mm. and they were about to score a touchdown. By the way, when he threw that pick six, it was like a ninety-nine yard return, so could have been even ugly. Could have been thirty-eight to ten instead of thirty-one to sixteen. Um, but Deontay Banks, rookie corner, playing well for the Giants, allowed to play for the Giants early in the right. season. He said he was just blown away by the speed and just like how that was the fastest. Well, did team you he had seen. did you see the A chain seventy six yard touchdown run? All five of the next gen stats top speeds from the year this year are all Miami Dolphins players. A chain, Mostert, Hill, um, Hill, combination of those three make up the top five tracked speeds this year. I was blown away when I saw the 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 replay of the A chain touchdown run. How about A chain is the <laughs> second leading rusher in the NFL right now? And he only has like 38 attempts compared to like McCaffrey's got 70. I mean, he, like, he averages 11 yards a carry. When almost. he only really started getting into the lineup against the Broncos game, which was what now? It's been Couple three weeks. weeks. Ago, yeah. It's been three weeks and he's leading the league in NFL and, and, and rushing yards right now. Second. CMC. Oh, right. King. Right. He's averaging 12.1 yards <clears throat> per carry, Jay. AJ? 12.1 yards. So like, let's put it 99 carries for 510 yards. That's your leader, Christian McCaffrey. Second place, Zach Moss, 89 carries. 445 yards. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen in Indy. We'll get to that soon. But. Second place between those two with 38 carries and 467 yards is eight chains. So the thing is, though, is that, as you pointed out, Raheem Mostert is equally fast. <laughs> he's equally dynamic as a runner. Yeah, they're not going to miss A-chain at all. They they are. Big and when he comes back, great. You have A-chain and Mostert again. Yeah, I mean... It's just a matter. Like I think they're they're fully established that they're just gonna beat up on the teams they should beat up on. Did you when see? They take that step up though, Jacob. That's the that still remains to be seen with Miami. winning we against saw real them go teams. Go into Buffalo yeah. and get slaughtered. So right, 
look up when their next real. I know the they juice, got the Chiefs coming up at some point. Go this ahead, obviously had a big boost against the Broncos when you put up seventy points. Did you see the Mike McDaniel press conference when he was asked about? You now have either it was either you've put up more points or you've uh, gained the most yards uh, through the first five games in NFL history. Mission accomplished. How does that feel? It's like yeah, that's. All, all offseason long, we said just those five games. That's, that's all, all that matters. matters. Statistical output. I think he was like statistical output in the first five games was our goal. So yeah. mission accomplished. <laughs> He's a great coach. I, I, that's the modern flavor at the NFL head coaching position. At the NFL coaching position. All right. So they got the Panthers next week. So they'll slaughter them. Oh yeah. It's at home too. Then they go to Philly on Sunday night football. Great. So two weeks. Oh. Two weeks is that next t- test for Miami, right? To see. Can they are do you it? able to jump up to that next level, or are you just gonna, you know, kind of bully the little the little person on the the playground? And and then once and you know, the Billy game Madison against, shows up, you're always mm-hmm. getting O'Doyle ruled. The game against Buffalo was in Buffalo, right? So this Buffalo is and this one's in Philly. In Philly, so they're going on the road for their testers for sure. They'll get another shot at Buffalo in in Miami. Yeah, no doubt. But they're the class of the AFC right now. At four and one, I mean, you could one. argue they're a better team than the Chiefs are because the Chiefs have been struggling to put up points all season they long. They look better than the Chiefs for sure. They look better than the Chiefs. Um, I'll tell you a team in the NFC side of things. You know, I was watching GMFB as I always do on Monday morning, and they're talking about you know it was it was Eagles Niners Eagles Niners and who's that third team? It's the Cowboys. It's the Cowboys. <laughs> Cowboys get. Dominated oh my God. by the Niners. I mean, dominated by the Niners. And Peter Schrager's just sitting on the desk, and he's just like, it's the Lions. It's Detroit. They're the third team. Mm-hmm. 42 points against the Panthers. Mm-hmm. They're running Kyle Shanahan trick plays. They're, they're oh, how about reverses. that double reverse back to the quarterback? How about this, though? Steven Ruiz on Twitter pointed this out. That was a Matt Canada play. Week one against the Bengals. Go back, go Stephen Reese. You're right. Yeah, you're right. When Mitch was playing, mm-hmm. they did the exact same play, and I think they hit Gentry on a pass you're right. towards yeah. the goal line. And uh, it was funny. Ruiz's tweet was funny. He was like, you know, he sets it up like it was a script, and he was like, all right, clear start. He's like, all right, pay attention, class. I'm going to teach you offense. And it was like Kyle Shanahan gulps. Like, yeah. Uh, who I can't remember the name. Ben Johnson from the Lions, like, wipes the sweat off his brow, mm-hmm. and Matt Canada clears his throat. <clears> throat> and then he shows that play. That they both took from him. Um, look, I'm just saying, Matt Canada, Matt Canada knows how to draw some plays too. I mean, it's, it's can do it. Um, it's but when back he calls the plays is the questionable part. Back to but yeah, Detroit. the Lions. They 14 points in the first quarter, 14 points in the second quarter. Well, I'll take the third quarter off, and then 14 more points in the fourth quarter. Uh, Sam Montgomery rushed for 100 yards. Sam like Laporta's catching two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Jared Goff looks like maybe an MVP. This is all also keep in mind. Amon Ross St. Brown inactive and for this Jameer game. Gibbs, both of them out, mm-hmm. and they didn't matter. I know it was the Panthers, right? But terrible team, dude. They looked great in this game. How they unfortunate! Great all year. Their only loss is at home against Seattle. So Seattle now that just pro- looks like a really good. Seattle t- has proven to be good. It, it looks, looks like, like a really a, good matchup, a good battle yeah. between two mm-hmm. good teams. It went to overtime, and Jared Goff threw a pick six late in that game that gave Seattle some extra life. So they don't have a bad loss, even though that was at home. They've gone into Arrowhead, which was a big thing that Traeger kept pointing out, and beat the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. And they're just they're just handling. Doesn't that feel like it's forgotten about already? Yes, it does, because 
it was week one. It was just it that seems like it was last year, honestly. Right. It seems like it was from twenty twenty two. But I mean, taking care of business against the Falcons, on the road against the Packers, dominating them, dominating the Panthers at home. Now they go to the Buccaneers this week. Yeah, they're th- they're three one because they had the bye. The Buccaneers the Bucks? are three and one because yeah. of the bye. You know, last time the Buccaneers kind of jumped up in weight class, it didn't go well against the Eagles. If the Lions look kind of like the Eagles did, or even better, against the Buccaneers going into Tampa Bay, I'm going to start to believe that they can keep pace with the top two teams in the division. But the problem is you don't see, and the, them. And you the don't see them play. In the conference. Yes, in the conference. Sorry. See, I don't know. See, that's where I pause. You don't see the Lions. The Lions don't play. I might say, sure, the Eagles. The Lions the, don't play the Eagles or the Niners. Because the Eagles, season. like, the Eagles have not been have not been blowing out teams defensively or offensively it's been pretty close their games have been all year long right yes i don't know if there's a single team on the playing field of the san francisco 49ers i think tom no there's not right now i and i know this could be far-fetched and this could be hyperbole talk is very well easily could be but this might be the next closest thing we've seen in our lifetime to a potential 17-0 team. They're going to lose. I have to Of course, but lose. you expected the Patriots in 08, or I'm sorry, in 07, to lose at some point. They just never did. They just don't play close games. 30-7. to No, they just, no, they destroy, They rip you on offense. They beat the Rams 30-23. to That's the closest anybody's come. They've beaten every other team by double digits. And that was, year. I believe, in LA, and that's a division rival game. 42-10 to against the Cowboys. 35-16 to against the Cardinals. 30-12 to against the Giants. 30-7 to against the Steelers. They go to Cleveland this week. The Niners. Yeah, that's a good I defense. You, I bet you that game's close. I bet you the, the Browns do something. What does it say for you for the Browns who have a really good defense this year if it's 35-17? to 17? That they might go undefeated. They have a better shot than a lot of people have in the past. That's for sure. I'll agree with you there. I, I think, I mean, despite watching Lamar Jackson in his MVP, te- in his MVP season, uh, Patrick Mahomes in multiple MVP seasons. Peyton Manning and Tom Brady played the heights of their careers. I think this might be the best team we've seen, again, since that 07 Patriots team. I, I, I just can't remember a team that did so well offensively and equally great defensively. The Cowboys, I mean, that could have been a shootout, right, against the Cowboys. Great to see the Niners put up 42 points, but Dak has the potential. To sc- I mean, he put up 40 points against the Giants in Week 1. He put up, what, like 38 points against the Patriots in, like, Week 3, right? They could have scored a lot of points. They and won he, that game 42-10. to 10. He threw three interceptions, too. His total is now up to four, and he said he was not going to throw 10 this year. Remember that at the beginning of the season. <laughs> so he's got six more to go, Dak, six more to go. The other team in the NFC that we talked about, the Eagles, they won 23-14 to 14 against the Rams. Respectable score for the Rams, uh, but the Eagles just, you know, never really looked back in that game. Uh, Jalen no, Hurts, again, this is this is the Eagles staying perfect, right? But doing it at a lot closer pace, or I'm sorry, a lot in a lot closer games compared to the Niners. I hate that the Lions don't play either team this year. The Lions are playing a third-place schedule because they finished in third last year, where the Eagles and Niners were the two best teams in the conference last year. Um, the one test, I guess, that you can kind of get 
but before the playoffs start, the Cowboys and Lions play the second to last week of the season. Cowboys play the Eagles twice, obviously, and just got destroyed by the Niners. Maybe you can measure how the Lions stack up against Dallas and then kind of compare. Point being, I would like it if the Lions saw at least one of those juggernauts before For they sure. get to the playoffs. I think the Lions are going to win a playoff game this year. I think they're going to host a playoff game. I think they're going to host year. it, yeah. That's the, the most division. important, right. And, I mean, that div- they're running away with that division now. The Vikings struggles and the Packers stinking. Uh. I mean, Lions would have to really stub themselves in the toe if they weren't not to be the NFC North champs. So they're going to host a playoff game. They're going to win that playoff game. But then they're going to be fed to one of the two top dogs. And I just, maybe, you know, inexperience against those teams can be a good thing. You can talk yourself into whatever. I kind of would have liked to seen them once, at least. So it looks, right now, you know, you want to play that hypothetical. If the season were to end today, the Lions Lions would be the the three three seed. seed, And they'd be drawing the Atlanta Falcons at home. Squash them. They would flick them away. And then you got to go on the road you against San Fran against or San Philly. Fran. Or Philly, I think, would be the two seed. Well, I don't know how the tiebreaker would break down right now. It takes care of itself. Right, though. how does it take care of itself? Because Well, they play each other, so that's going to be the oh, perfect way to... I mean, but right now, they're both undefeated. They both have a perfect division record. They both have a perfect conference record. They play head-to-head, so that's going to be the thing that... I guess right now, it just comes down to like point differential. Right which, now. by the way, by the way, the Niners are on a historic pace to break that point differential record. Well, the largest point differential from week five came in New England. Yeah, there's trouble. 34 to nothing. Shut out at home against the Nolan Saints. Yeah, while the Steelers were playing, it was pointed out on Twitter, like as upset as people in Pittsburgh want to be in Matt Canada, they were booing in New England also. Yeah, okay, let's take the Panthers out of the equation because they're rebuilding... You know, but are they? They can't even rebuild because they don't have a first round draft pick this year. They weren't supposed to be good this year, though, right? Who is more surprising that just stinks out loud? It's Denver. It's Denver compared to New England or the Giants. Oh well, the Giants. I mean, did you really respect again? They started the season seven and two, and then finished the year with nine wins. Do you not say Minnesota because they might be the best one in four team ever? Because they haven't really stunk out loud. They just fumble the football all the time. They cannot get hold on to the way. ball in the first they can't quarter. Get out of their own way. Yeah. No, they cannot hold on to the ball in the first quarter. And they've played the Eagles and the Chiefs, who are two of the best teams in the league right now. Yeah, Denver's so bad. And you know what? I know they just scored forty points against the Commanders. I bet you Chicago goes back to being just so bad real soon. Oh, I don't believe in Chicago. Oh, I mean. I, I put I put my faith not my faith. You're just more surprised my, than the Broncos not being. Uh, yeah, you asked what are you more surprised about? It's Denver, Denver being one and four. And how do so you bad. you know Sean Payton comes in and says I'm restarting everything. We're we're gonna be great. We're gonna be professionals. Well, I got some questions. And now all of a sudden Payton. I see now all of a sudden I see reports out of Denver saying they're willing to trade any guy on their defense right now. Yeah, and honestly, Russell Wilson's not been terrible this year. He's got 11 touchdowns and two interceptions. It's not... I know he had the fumble against... He had the fumble, right. And Sean Payton let him hear it on the sideline saying, just go down. I would let Sean Payton hear it right back. I'd be like, dude, I'm playing well this year. I'm up to... I'm at the top of almost every statistical category when it comes to quarterback play. Figure it out on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, you don't win that... 70 points in a game. You don't come back from, what, down 28-7 to against the Bears last week. If you're not scoring points. Without Russell Wilson. They're not... The problems are not offensive. They can't stop a freaking nosebleed on the mm-hmm. defensive side of the ball, and they're just trading defensive players away. Uh, is he tanking for Caleb? 
I got my eye on like Peyton. I got my eye on Belichick. No, how could I got they? My eye on those how guys. could they? they because doesn't Denver not have a first round draft pick this year because of Russell Wilson? To Seattle. And but with New England, I'm keeping it like just, that's how Seattle got drafted. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Would you be surprised with New England though if that's kind of Belichick's? You know, I think they absolutely they would, should. They should tank, right? I mean, he. How do you bench Mac Jones in back to back games and then say, He's no, we're going to start, start him next week? They should tank. I think they are. They should get Caleb Williams. I mean, the tank tanking's wide open because, like you said, Panthers don't have a pick, and the Broncos don't have a pick. Don't think the Bears are going to move on from Justin Fields. Yet, if they get they the number sure one ain't. overall pick, they sure ain't. They should draft playmaker like Marvin Harrison Jr. Get yeah, some playmakers right. in there. I mean, DJ Moore is well. obviously good enough as a number two, but you bring in a stud like Harrison Jr. So if you're a team like the Patriots, the Cardinals, who are in this, in well, game, always Vikings, even right, now, like no, I don't think if you're the better, Vikings, you they'll tank win more games. I don't think. Well, a they'll get better, but b I don't think you tank to move on from Kirk. I do think Kirk's done there though. This is his last contract year. I don't see them resigning him. So maybe they do? Maybe they do. If you're going to do that, I would trade him right now to maybe the Jets or anybody that would want him. And then you just lose the rest of the season. You just lose the rest of the way, and it's it's Williams time. Uh, There's one other game. Oh, yes, the Cincinnati Yeah, we haven't gotten there yet. 34-20 to winners against Arizona, and I know you're going to jump all over me because it was the Cardinals and blah, blah, blah. They stink, but they don't stink that much. They're better than a lot of people will give them credit to. They were just supposed to be abysmal at the beginning of the year. But it's not about the Cardinals, Jacob. Joe Burrow was running. Joe Burrow was moving in the pocket like the old Joe Burrow. He had some sweat. Did you see the touchdown? Uh, second or third touchdown, it was chasing the back of the end zone. Yeah. And Burrow kind of gets hit a little bit. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of like jumps back a little bit and does a little hop. Oh, step. I didn't like, see that. I saw the touchdowns. Yeah. Burrow's got swagger again, and he's throwing dimes all over the field. 317 yards, three touchdowns, and a pick. That's a Burrow Three stat. touchdowns all to chase. That's a Burrow stat line. Mm-hmm. That's what you're used to seeing. Nine or excuse me, fifteen catches, a Cincinnati Bengal team record for most catches in a game. One hundred ninety-two yards and three tutties for Jamar Chase. Uh, Burrow and Chase got that connection going. Chase, after their blowout loss to the Titans last week, said to the media, "I'm always open because every Devo receiver, I think, is required by law to have one soundbite per career where they say, i 'I'm always open.'" So that was Chase. He's had. He's it. already had his fair share of timeouts from this year, saying, calling we the Browns, elves. calling the Browns elves in the preseason. But I'm pretty sure, it's and in, then saying, "Yeah, we lost." The it's elves. in your contract. You have to. You say have to say that open. specifically. Yes, and he was. I mean, he wasn't wrong in saying that because he torched the Cardinals secondary. Look again. I am not saying. Oh, they beat the Cardinals. They're back. I am saying the AFC North has gotten off to a very slow start, as well as the Bengals. The Bengals are only a game back of the Steelers with two games still to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Joe Burrow looked healthy. And if he gets healthier and healthier, they're my pick to win the AFC North still. I mean, if they, for sure, if, if Joe Burrow's back, but I just he don't know. back. Now, this week, and I was talking to Labs, our buddy Labs, a little earlier about this because we're. You know, just whipping around, what are you going to watch this week while the Steelers are off? 1 o'clock, keep your eye on that Seattle-Cincinnati game. It's in Cincinnati. If, Jacob, if we come back here next week and Burrow looks like he did against the Cardinals, against Seattle, and they beat Seattle at home, then you're yeah, gonna, you're going to start to be like, for sure. they might be Without back, question. Right? So keep an eye on that game. Tough opponent coming into Cincinnati for them. Um, I mean, back-to-back. But Tom, self, Tom, Tom. I was going to say, I really want them as a football fan to kind of figure it out, like, Take my Steelers fandom aside. 
because I want to see fool Joe Burrow at San Francisco. Okay, I want to see fool Joe Burrow against against Buffalo. the Bills. Yeah, I mean, for so would it if you're not shock following you back if the to back Niners to back first loss is to Joe Burrow coming into their stadium. Oh, he's that'd just be back. insane because he does that right. He just he just has that. He knack. does not shy away from, from the spotlight from being spoiled from big from moments. Healed, yeah, you know he he went into Buffalo last year. And you knew he was going to win in the warm-up video, remember, where he threw the pass and turned mm-hmm. around and did the full speed uh, move. Like, he's just the coolest dude uh, under pressure. And if he's healthy, the Bengals would be my pick to win that division. Yeah, um, I mean, that's what I said at the beginning of the season. If Lamar yes. can stay healthy all season, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the Ravens can do it. But Lamar right now, I just don't see it, and... I'm still waiting for that injury to come, and if Burrow can turn things around, my preseason pick to win the division was the Bengals anyway. Yeah, and I, like I said, I just think that, you know, they and let's just not forget. Let's not forget they did this last year. Well, as slow as the start that they had this year, they were done a big, big favor by the rest of the AFC North starting just as slow, Mm -hmm. and the fact that you can limp into Week Six feeling better about yourselves and only be a game back against the team you play twice, they control their own destiny. But let's so. not forget, last season they started two and three. Mm-hmm. They're right there now. And then and they then they, they and then they off. won ten of their last eleven. They're right there again. And I don't know if you can win ten of your eleven when you play this year you're playing well, actually back they played a back. first place schedule last year too. Right. Seattle at San Fran Buffalo I mean that's it, and then they play at Kansas City. They're going to win second to last. They're going to win three straight games right there, aren't they? And oh he's going to look God. really good. I might throw a little change on the Bengals to win the AFC North right now. I'm sure they have less than. You know, I'm sure they have ideal odds. I think you should have done it. I think the best time to have Was done it would have one and three after the Tennessee loss. Yeah. 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 Gear up with the latest sideline apparel, hats, or jerseys of your favorite players, authentic memorabilia, custom items, and exclusives you can only find directly from the team at one of the official Steelers Pro Shops. They're located at Akershire Stadium, the Grove City Premium Outlets, or the Tanger Outlets. Or you can visit online at shop.steelers.com. We'll be back again tomorrow. Start turning our attention towards the bye week. Maybe do a little what? awards at this point Ooh, in the season. It's not okay. even a halfway point, though. So it's No, it's like a quarter, though. Quarter way point, a little state of the union, and of course we'll power, we'll do the power rankings. <laughs> we'll do the power rankings. I can't do it without the voice. We'll do that as well tomorrow. Uh, he's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. Thanks as always for listening to the Steelers Standard.